Supervision affiliation has been disavowed. You are now marked as rogue. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Rogue Agents, a Division 2 podcast brought to you by Media Junkie. I'm your host, Jamar, a.k.a. Thundercat06, and today I'm joined by my... Fuck, I was trying to think of a word, and I couldn't think of it, so I'm just going to go with... Joined by my fuck. (laughs) Yeah, joined by my fuck co-host, Wes, a.k.a. Demented Wes. What's up, dude? What a way to go out, my friend. What a way (laughs) to go out. Man, it's so long. I mean, I guess I wasn't always like coming up with like words to describe you. Um, but then I just realized it, it it got hard, man. It got really hard. Trust me, I'm hard over here too. Hey. All hey. right, man. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to Division or <laughs> I'm sorry. If this is your first time listening to Rogue Agents, this is a Division 2 podcast where we get together bi-weekly to discuss the state of the game and share our thoughts on Division 2. Typically, each and every Monday, you can find the show on your podcast platform of choice. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we greatly appreciate giving us some stars, uh, preferably of the five kind. And leave some very sweet, kind comments. That is always welcome as well. But I say typically you can find us because this is a the season one finale. This is our season one finale episode. We are stopping for a small break and we will be back in the winter with some new hopefully new division two content uh but we're going to have some fun and and talk about some of our greatest moments of the season uh (laughs) i am looking at something in my show notes that are not what i specifically typed in but i'll read it anyways i like wiener (laughs) if you'd like to i don't know how that got there (laughs) If you'd like to join uh, the the our discussion, definitely join our Discord channel. I'm gonna put the show notes in the, or I'm gonna put the link in the show notes. Everything I'm doing is flipping it upside down. Completely weird. But with that being said, we're going to continue our show. And I please, I really hope this isn't your first episode you're listening to. We have been, I've had much better openings. Trust me. Uh, just seriously, trust me. But anyways. We're going to start to show off like we've done for 30 episodes or 29, technically. Let's start it off with the agent clock. Wes, what have you been up to, my friend? Yeah, so I've been playing this little game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And I just last night started Death Stranding, and I have no idea what the fuck's going on in that game. <laughs> Not a single idea what's going on. <laughs> Um, I'm, I've too have been playing Call of Duty and I started Death Stranding maybe a day before you. And so I only say that because I am a little bit further in the game than you. And guess what? Still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I know a little bit, but not a lot, <laughs> but it's awesome. When I, when I asked you the other day if I was going to like the game, you're like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I need to play it more. It's really just about balancing. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then I played it and I'm like. Now it makes sense because I fell down a cliff and hurt my guy. (laughs) Tripped on a rock or some shit. So like for me, philosophically, I really enjoy the game because I feel like it is a greater message. There's a lot of symbols. um, And I know this isn't, you know, the 
our um, <laughs> Death Stranding podcast. The Stranding. The Stranding. The Stranding. <laughs> but um, I, I just like some of the symbolisms. I don't know if you got like your cufflinks yet, but that's like the technology, like the phone, if you will, in the game. And it's cool that it's a cufflink because it, it shows like our like our connection to techno to, uh, to technology, which it's helpful, but at the same time, we're stuck to it and we're like cuffed to it, you know? So I, I think that's really cool. But also like the mechanics of the game is the tr- journey is really difficult and you should prepare for it. And then also sometimes you fall and sometimes you get back up, you know? It's yeah, yeah. weird stuff like that. Um, and yeah, that's why I like Death Stranding so far. But yeah, Call of Duty, because that has guns and it has a lot, you know, and similarities to do with the division. Um, is there anything you particularly have been enjoying about Call of Duty? Um, yeah, I actually think it's probably one of the best Call of Duties to come out in a long time. One thing that I really liked about it is there's these co-op missions online that we actually dabbled in recently. And I felt like it felt very divisionist. Like what we had to do, um, especially fighting the enemies and having to like turn off specific pieces and get on an airplane and the missions felt like us almost like playing a first person division. It was kind of neat. I agree. I think that was like the other night you're like, man, this feels, feels a lot like division, especially cause you have to like prep your loadout and you have like specific classes and stuff. But yeah, I, I have to agree with you that it does feel like a first person division, which is kind of rad, but also extremely difficult. So yeah, you thought that division was hard in points. Oh, fuck no, you don't know anything. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Call of Duty has been great. Death Stranding's Stranding, 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 Stranding podcast Stranding. <laughs> has been awesome as well. Um, but yeah, as you can tell, like from our conversation, we haven't really been dabbling into division. I like went to load it up because I was kind of like yearning that that loop of just running a mission. Um, but then I got distracted and started cleaning, so I didn't end up getting to it. So, yeah, I still enjoy like scrolling through the subreddit, though. The memes that are popping up about the game being dead are funny. Um, I really enjoy them. But um, you've been following anything, Division? Nope. Yeah, makes sense. Um, well, typically we cover like the state of the game, and it seems like uh, Massive's not really doing anything with division either well, they um, delayed state of the game didn't they yeah they they stopped the well they delayed it and then the one this was a week before prior and then this week here i'm pretty sure we didn't get a state of the game which am i in my own personal opinion i feel like it is it's one of those things like it's not really super necessary unless they have something that's like a megaton of news or fixes it it makes sense to kind of just like chill out although i do miss like the the dev stories or documentaries i I don't know what the word i want to use it but like the interview where they talk to developers about the game those are some of my favorite things like about the state of the game itself Um, well it's it's nice to have yet the pulse on the audience of your game you know especially as being like someone that purchased the game and was expecting a lot of updates and a lot of new stuff kind of like the first game and state of the game is there for the audience to see like Hey, we're still here. We're still working on this game. This is everything that's coming. It's like an extra piece that you want to see with a game like Division, and having them be delayed or canceled or moved is rather disheartening. Yeah, I mean, think about it. When we 
started this journey a long time ago. Um, that was one of the things that we talked about the most is like how responsive Massive has been, like especially with the launch in the game and even before, like leading up to it. And I know like the concerns right now, people feel as if the game is dead or if it's dying. And like having that state of the game, I think is a good way of kind of like, hey, we're good. We're working on this. We don't have anything to release right now, but this is what we're working on. And actually, they did a great job leading up to State of the Game. Or I'm sorry, not State of the Game, but Title Update 6 and Episode 2. They did a good job of like, hey, this is what we got going on. Here's some changes and things like that. And I know it's hard for them to just like release that and then, oh, shit, we got a bunch of backlash about like the lack of content. I know they don't they can't just turn around and make shit, but it's nice to just like see them. You know, I miss Hamish. I haven't seen him in like two weeks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that little guy. They still do like the streaming of like just the game themselves. And I think they have like maybe they host certain streamers who's playing the game. But for me, I'm still like a little old school. I like Twitch, but I am not like super intrigued in watching other people play games still. You know, I know I'm an old guy. I'm like 100 years old. I know, but. Yeah, I just actually I don't know how people do that. Like, I've even like, I <laughs> I don't understand the Twitch culture, right? So I've never been able to watch people play games. Even like when I was playing with my friends, and my brother growing up, and like you take turns, you're like, oh, I'll play till I die, and then you died. And watching your friend play was so fucking boring that you'd be <laughs> like, I will literally do anything else. I'll fucking clean my house right now than watch you play a game. So. <laughs> Now that it's all digital and people are just doing that from their own house and someone else is playing it in a different house, I don't know how they do it. More power to them. Like, it's cool. Like, if if you, like, watch people play games, it's cool. But, like, I can't. I have to physically be playing it myself. I agree. And this is, like, something super entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, for a little bit there, I got kind of interested in, like, the um, the Mario Maker, like, people's, like, people streaming those. That's pretty cool because those are like insanely difficult missions or levels that I would never play myself. So that was cool. But yeah, I need to play that shit. I need that yeah. controller. The only thing would be like if it's something that I can't get my hands on, but I can pretty much buy anything I want. So I own everything I want. That's very true. I even have like, I even have Dick Tales for Nintendo. Like it's an adult rated DuckTales game. <laughs> like I would stream that if I didn't have it, but I own it, you know? Which I wonder if you can stream that on Twitch. Is that allowed? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know. They're kind of get weird. Like if you mention the word Coke, like cocaine, they get kind of butthurt about that. Oh, so can't imagine if Donald or not Donald Duck, Scrooge McDuck is talking about his duck dick. I thought I'd probably get banned. Wouldn't his name be Scrooge McDick? Oh, Scrooge McDick. <laughs> Dick. That's the title of this episode, by the way. Um, 29 episodes and straight down the hill. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so, so the main mission, if if you haven't noticed, is not really going to be covering too much of the state of the game because it didn't really exist. I thought we'd do something just a little bit more chill this episode. Last episode, we talked about where is Division going? Is it dead? Can they? What do they need to do to bring us back? Like, how can they get the audience re like revigorated again? All those things we talked about doom and gloom. But I thought something. I thought we would do something a little bit different. And let's just go back to way back, episode one, episode two, three, four, five. We were so excited about this game, and once we actually started playing it, 
there was some of the greatest times that I've had, you know, with division this year. Um, still probably one of my top favorite games this year. I just want to talk about some of those moments. Like just wanted to relive those moments that we had. Um, I know one specifically just off the top of my head um, that I have. And then, you know, just like have a conversation. Yeah. Unless you want to go first, Wes, do you have something? I feel like you know, the I, this moment I have. Yeah, this is definitely a, a great conversation piece talking about the first year. Um, you know what? We've been doing this for 30 weeks now. It's been you and I plus special guests. Why don't you kick it off, buddy? All right. Well, not to get all sappy on you, man, but my number one moment this season so far is actually just hosting this show with you. Um, seriously, I didn't even write this down in the notes. This is coming from the pits of my heart and then, then like the tip of my dick, too. Um, but <laughs> so like, yeah. seriously, we've we've been doing shows um, on YouTube. We've done shows or podcasts, of course, before with like our group, the Media Junkie. But this is like a cool experience for us to just go from episode one to episode 30 and it was like our journey we basically just documented of us playing this game together and i think that's probably like the coolest thing about rogue agents and then also getting to meet some other cool people who are interested in this game as well but that that's just cool like we had such a great community in division um division two specifically but again just recording the show with you is fun we shared so many fun moments um, and then also in the game and in on the podcast. So like one of the moments that I think was really, really fucking cool. We were playing, you know, late and we we're like, hey, what's this random side mission? And this is the one I thought you, you would probably bring up. But we were like, what is this random side mission that we have? I thought we were doing all of these. And then we go into that like office building. And then the HUD starts going crazy. The lights go off. And then you see the guy like hanging up there on like the, the ceiling and spoilers if you haven't done this yet in the game. But um, then you see another agent come out and we just have to start fighting this fucking agent. And it's just crazy. He's throwing all these extra shit, all this extra shit at us. We were still pretty low level um, because it was so early into the game. And we were like, what the fuck just happened? We we barely survive. He runs off and you're like, what was that? And it was so different from anything else that we had done in the game up until that point. That was probably my highlight of Division of Division Two, like us playing together and then us in this podcast as well. I don't know if you can top that, man, but what's your thoughts? <laughs> no, I definitely can't top it. You know, obviously this podcast has been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed being on it weekly with you, and I haven't missed a week, which is pretty impressive to me. And really meeting some fans, like meeting fans is definitely a really good feeling like to wake up in the morning and have friend requests from all around the world. Like I think one of my people on my friends list is from Australia who listens to the show. And that's awesome. And then we were joining clans with people that listen to the show and meeting all these awesome dudes. And, you know, it's just a really good community. And, you know, the community did get a little venomous towards the end when, you know, there weren't as many updates, but those first few months were incredible with uh, you know the community and the podcast and it was just a really good time and as far as the game itself goes i man when we first booted up that game and we had like two all days off and we did nothing but we really got deep into that game just you and i from like from like nine in the morning to like 6 p.m at night we played for like two or three days straight and experiencing the story and the missions and all the missions are so cinematic 
that you and I, the, the entire game were like, this is fucking cool. Well, this is cool. Holy shit. You know, we said that a lot and the game met my expectations and meeting my expectations and how high that bar was set was incredible. I did not expect it to reach that because it's like when you go to a movie and you're like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. I've waited forever. And you're like super excited for it. That movie's going to let you down because it's not going to be what you build up in your head. Well, I had Division 2 build up in my head to the point where I didn't think it was going to be, be able to meet those expectations. And it did. And then some. Were there things that need to be tweaked and worked on? Yeah, but what game comes out on the shelf that doesn't? You know, usually games get better over time because they figure out what needs to be tweaked. But I felt Division 2 out of the box was a solid game and well worth the money that we put into it. And we played the fuck out of that game <laughs> like when it first came out. And, you know, we had so much to talk about and there's so much to figure out. And I really just liked the cinematic aspect of like the missions and like the sounds. The sound design on that game is fucking Ooh, yeah. phenomenal. The sound. The sound design is probably one of the, my favorite aspects of the game because even like, what's that mission that you love? The, 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 space, uh, the space, space, yeah, the space. Is it Space and Science Museum? Yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Because we go into the uh, the uh, the observ- observatory. observatory. Yeah, the planetarium. Planetarium. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> planetarium. Yeah, we go into the planetarium, and I I I vividly remember that mission because we walked in. And we were both just fucking mind boggled at that mission because we were like, whoa, you know, it's so cool that you're in there. And like the planetarium screen is moving as you're shooting these people. And even the sound design where the bullet shots are muffled a little bit just really was like the little details that were in that game. Like it just blew my mind. And I can't believe Massive was able to reach the expectations I had set. Yeah, I, and that's a, like what you mentioned is something I think that goes critically overlooked right now, especially because of the situation that we're in as far as like content and whatnot. But like we had Anthem come out earlier that year. Uh, you had 76 Fallout 76 come out like a few months prior, uh, which was, you know, around November of the year fall or last year. And like both of those games like came out and they just ate shit. And you just knew, like, oh, massive! Please don't fuck up Division Two. And they came out, and it was solid. Like you said, like there was so much content. We were like just floored by how well the game like controlled and like the end game stuff. Like you said, it was a lot of things that needed to be tweaked, but it was there. Like it wasn't until you hit like two hundred hours or so into the game where you start to be feeling, you know, a little bit like, all right, what's new? Which what's is new? impressive. Yeah, yes, had, it is. You had to put. 180 hours into it to really like have everything and then you want more yeah that's the thing is like i just want that to not be like overlooked at all because they did an amazing job with the launch of this game and i feel honestly as if it's not being mentioned pretty much at all because like when games of the service come out and they fail or like the community hates them right off the jump it's news it's like frontline news anthem fell 76 fell and then even with like, you know, a cousin to the division with Ghost Recon coming out and people having issues with the way that game plays like that came off with a lot of like controversy. But Division 2 came out, nothing in sight. It was a great launch. Everything was well. And then it's not until now, which was like what eight months or so later that they're starting to kind of slowly gain a little bit of like, you know, 
where's my shit? I want more, yeah. you know? And the, the most important thing that wasn't mentioned is the servers fucking worked. Oh, yeah. That's a big, big thing, man. These games, all these online games now coming out, that's typically like the number one issue is you can't get connected. You have issues. Like you said, we play right from the midnight as soon as we could play. And we even, I guess, granted, we had a different little experience because we started playing, what was it, like a week early is when we got yeah. to play? Yeah, like and, and it worked. Thing. Look at Gears of War. When we played Gears of War, oh, God, we were able yeah. to play that how many days early, and it didn't work for those entire the, the entire time. That's true. <laughs> it's just you know, we it's were just, we went from like praising them, and I think we the community in itself, not just us, but you know, I think people forgot about that. Like how hard they must have like busted their ass to get that to work is like really impressive. It was really impressive. Yeah, I mean they did a they did a good job. So I don't, people spit venom now, but I'm very thankful for what we got. First off, we got Division Two. It's set in a in a place that you don't normally see in video games, and I loved exploring DC. It was so cool to be set somewhere else in like New York. You know, that's true. And like we, I remember like thinking like, man, is this gonna be as good? Like maybe they should have just did New York again. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, and hot take. When you're looking at all the games that came out this year, there I mean there's just been some good games, but there really hasn't been that much. Surprisingly, like we really put a lot of time into Division 2. And like Borderlands 3 came out this year, and while I enjoyed Borderlands 3 a lot, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as Division 2 personally. I know it's probably a hot take for some people, but <laughs> Borderlands 3 was a ton of fun, but it was more of a reskin of the Borderlands 2, and there really wasn't anything innovative with it. Division 2, I felt like, stepped up from Division 1, personally. I agree. Like, just the gameplay, like, even the UI. I mean, I know the UI is one of the changes multiple times, and now what we have currently, but, like, the UI, like, it just felt, like, again, the the best word to describe it is cinematic, because it felt fucking cinematic, like, playing those missions for the first time. And that was a giant increase. And I would agree with you. Like, yeah. I don't know there if you were... had some other games, though, that were that came out this year. But like, as far as like multiplayer, multiplayer games of service type games, I don't really know what else I could say that would have been better than the Division 2 for sure. Because like I said, like you said, Borderlands, great game. We played the shit out of that. But as far as like constantly keeping us coming, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> division yeah. two has definitely done that like i mean call of duty but that's like a different you know that's a kind of a different thing yeah um, yeah call of duty is its own beast i mean there really uh, hasn't been that many big games this year i mean we played monster hunter world to start the year off holy we crap played, we played that a lot um i mean there it's kind of crazy if you think about it like in retrospect this year is almost done and Really, Division 2 is what I played the most of throughout the year. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, I was actually going through some old photos and stuff, and I came across, like, my PlayStation email that we get, like, at the beginning of the year or whatever, and it showed, like, what we spent the most time, like, in games. And I think Fortnite last year was, like, my top game with 222 hours in. We passed that in Division 2. Almost twice the fold, and that's insane, man. That's like really insane. Uh, we definitely played this game way more than anything I've played in the past for sure. Yeah, uh, 
but so we have random agent which we're kind of i think that has to do with uh aaron i can never remember his name the agent from division one that we're gonna go to new york and division two again to go after i think that was him i'm assuming but then another thing that we had that was really fucking cool which was actually probably one of the coolest things now that i think about it the hunters finding those hunters dude that was so much fun like the methods and stuff you had to do like trigger them and then like actually have to take them down and i remember at first we tried doing them when we were getting our shit we were just getting destroyed yes and then after you know you know came back a little bit after we geared up and we're like you know let's try this again man that was that was fun doing the jumping jacks in the pool oh yeah well then we kind of figured out like almost like a way to kind of cheat at it we're like oh Jason could use his fucking grenade launcher and kill these guys in two grenades, and we're we're that's it, we're done. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> How about Jason joining, joining us to get one, and it didn't like pop for him, so he <laughs> we had to keep trying to do it again. The that one there was two. Uh, we had to keep trying until he could get his. What you know, was- there really weren't that many issues when it came to that. Remember in like. Division one, there was always issues with you know getting stuff to trigger or like one of us not having something like it was pretty solid mm. all around for you and I the entire time. Yeah, just like I mean, again, that goes back to just like the servers. Like we were able to just constantly play all the time and not really have any issues. And I don't even remember if this was in the first division, but like even if something did happen, so like PlayStation shut off or like freezes or whatever the fuck happens, get the blue screen. Um, I just load the game back up and I load right back to where I was at. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Like I love that that aspect. And I again, I can't remember if that was in Division One, but that was definitely something that was awesome. Yeah, you know, one mission that I liked a lot in the game. Again, it goes back to like the cinematics, right? Um, so we're looking at the, you know, oh, also by the way, Monster Hunter World came out like January of 2018, so that's my bad. <laughs> oh, I was like, damn, I feel like it came out so long ago. Yeah, but so I know there's someone listening like, wait, he's wrong. Let me go ahead and tweet at him. Like, don't tweet at me. I, I know I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> Iceborn came out this year, but it's fine. That's right. That's uh, right. So we're thinking about, sto- you know, the cinematic experience of Division, which is what I really liked through season one, right? Through the the, the game. And there was one mission when you got to the end, and there was like two big doors and like glass on it. And like one of those big brutes came up with like a sledgehammer and started smashing into the glass in the door. Do you remember that mission? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fucking rad. Or that one mission where, you know, everything goes black, like the power cuts out, and then like the red light kicks on and starts flashing. And there's that explosion at the top. There's the big fucking brute at the top. The elite. Yeah, that was uh, it's the other space place, the one they had to do, like align the satellites and shit. Yes, that was that's dope. That was dope. <laughs> that was I, really. Uh, I just I love stuff like that, like that. <coughs> the space administration HQ, I think it's what yeah. it was, right? Yep, that's what it stuff is. Stuff like that really uh gets me involved, invoked, and really interested in what's happening. Like I've I'm always a visual guy like i like the way things look and the way things sound and when they really give me that cinematic experience i feel like i'm actually physically in a movie and that's the kind of video game that i like that gets me involved and really piques my interest and they fucking nailed it out of the park with it with pretty much every mission 
The only one that I fucking hate is Roosevelt Island. Hate that one. Hate that one. It's so long. But yeah, that the Roosevelt Island, I think at the end is supposed to be that like cinematic moment. You're trying to blow up the boat and shit. But um, yeah, it just becomes like too much of a mess. And I think if you only played that once, then it'd be like, all right, that's cool. But yeah, multiple times. No, thank you. Yeah, we do like (laughs) three times in a week once. And I was like, I never want to do this again in my entire (laughs) life. I'd rather have a third child. (laughs) um speaking of the strongholds uh remember doing capitol building for the first time and like that scene with the smoke they shoot out the smoke to cover you from the the mortars coming down and it's just bombs blowing up and you're trying to like push the the front of the capitol building that was so cool that felt like that was another really epic moment and then also uh oof (laughs) what was it title update fourth five no it can't have been five maybe it was like three when we got um the title basin and that was pretty cool that was pretty cool so yeah you know getting updates like that were, were was great you know like that's those are big meaty updates that you should release especially for people that spent extra money for that season pass right oh yeah and they they but they gave a lot of free stuff to people that didn't have it right oh yeah like it was a lot i mean the content was constantly coming out. There was constantly episodes. Really, just spending the extra money was just giving it to you faster, and then you also get some of those like the the classified assignments. You know, that was extra. Yeah, but which are which are cool because you got backpack, you know, things. Right. Oh yeah, that's another great thing. Backpack trophies. I love them. So, just to switch gears a little bit, we've been like talking about the um, excuse me, <clears throat> we've been talking about like Division Two and the game. But let's talk about like the podcast, like season one. So I just brought up the analytics from um, the app that we use to like post the show. And our number one watched episode, and it's close because it's like a tie between episode four and episode eight. But I'm going to talk about episode eight because I remember that one the most. But episode eight, we it, the title was just picking apart the PTS. And that was actually like our first hardcore guest that we got Mason on. And that dude was like breaking down everything from the PCS. And that was like some of my greatest moments to me is because it was like he was like Santa Claus, like letting us know about all the shit that we we're gonna be getting in the next update. And that was really cool. It was like a really fun experience to have someone on. And I can't believe that it was like our number one episode. What do you think about that? That's pretty cool, right? Dude, Mason was a good dude. It was awesome meeting him, and it's crazy that it was our our number one episode like, number man, we've one had a lot of plays there's been a i know a pretty big audience sample so that's great and you know i just was looking through the numbers real quick and i switched back over i mean there's obviously listeners in the united states which is great we love you all thank you so much but i mean you got the united kingdom and canada and australia and germany and sweden and norway and portugal and italy and south africa ireland malaysia Netherlands, indonesia jamaica hong kong brazil denmark poland Austria, Hungary, Taiwan, Spain, Belgium, like everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Like that's huge to have people from literally all around the world listening to the podcast. That's they're listening to your beautiful voice, Jamar. I know, man. It's just it's so awesome. It's so cool to be like I would say the term is loved, but you know, really they just clicked a button and listened to our voice. And I mean, they put up with like some early days when we didn't have like great mics and we were, it wasn't like, you know, 
the greatest, but we we were just passionate, you know. And yeah. a cool tidbit, we never ran ads. This was a completely a free show. Like we didn't do any kind of like stuff to like try to make money out of it. We just were doing it just because it was fun. And I think that was like as should be, you know, noticed at least. I, I'll just say <laughs> pat us on the back, you know, no big deal. <laughs> you know, United Kingdom, eighty three percent of listeners are from England. There's some from Scotland and Wales. That's really cool. Fun fact. Thirty six percent London alone. Hey, here's a fun fact since we're looking at the analytics. Forty eight percent iPhone users. What up? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, thirty five percent Apple Podcasts and nineteen percent Spotify. Hey, my Spotify bros, what's up? <laughs> oh man but Surprisingly, it's, it's, a large sample in california like california what's up guys we we went there in january this year before division two came out and i fucking loved california i did except for we went the only time in california's history where it was cold <laughs> it, and raining the entire time which it was like a drought for a long time and you and uh, california i'm sorry but jamar also thought he's being murdered at one night so Oh yeah, we definitely we were so close to getting murdered trying to go down to was it Beetle House or yeah no, Beetle yeah, House Beetle Juice Pop Up Bar hell yeah that thing was awesome <laughs> I was so happy that was fun that was fun well I mean do you have anything you you have you want to add on to this I feel like we had a a great show like mimic making some memories I was drinking a little bit of Screwball whiskey my peanut butter whiskey which was delicious and um, that was way my way of like celebrating the show. But I don't know if you have any anything else you want to kind of add on it. Put your stank on. But if not, we'll roll into the outro. We'll say yeah. see us next season. Yeah, no, I just want to thank everybody for everything for the past 30 episodes. It's been awesome. Seriously, awesome. Really getting to meet people. Continue adding me on PlayStation Network. I'm glad to play any games with you guys. Send me an invite. Join parties. Uh, chat it up. I like meeting fans and f- get in the discord and the discord. Keep up to date. You know, talk about what you're playing We the discord that we have is awesome. You could talk about games, movies, TVs, spoilers. If you wanted to, there's a channel for that uh, post artwork. There's division division two channel. And, you know, two people joined this week and we're just in there to shoot in the shit. And it's great. Yeah, I can't stress that enough. Um, it's specifically like just because this show is going to be taking a break until the the winter, um, that doesn't mean we're gone. You know, we're still out here making some podcasts and having some fun. We have a couple of shows. You know, we didn't have our our living roommate with us this episode, Jason, uh, but he's doing his thing with the Gimmick Minute podcast, which is all about like any kind of wrestling. I hear there's more than WWE, apparently. Um, didn't know that, but he covers all of that shit. And then, of course, probably one of our flagship podcasts or the flagship podcast is the Fanboy Fight Club, where we just kind of like tear into each other. But we also come up with really cool ideas, too. So that's definitely really fun. I would say that's probably our funniest at show next to Rogue Agents. You know, I'm just being funny. OK, anyways, hmm. um, <laughs> don't say anything. Uh, but then again, also. We have another show that is going to take the place of Rogue Agents for the time being. And this thing, I think, will be actually pretty fun. I think it's something that I would like to me personally try and be a better host and like talk to people. So I am doing a show called Why Are You a Gamer? 
I mean, seriously, why are you a gamer? We spend thousands of dollars every year. And I mean, I'm obsessed. Wes, I know you're obsessed. So it'd definitely be fun to figure out why everyone is a gamer. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be filling that Monday spot. But then also the best way to get updates like outside of using the Discord is following us on Twitter. And that's at Media Junkie Vids. And that's Vids with an S. Also, um, keep an eye out on our YouTube channel. It is Media Junkie. That place there, we're going to put some videos. We kind of try and do some silly stuff. But it's been a little bit dry, but we'll have some time off. Maybe we'll throw some new vids up there. But uh, lastly, normally I say rate the podcast, share it with friends. But this time, I just want to say thank you for listening for an entire season of this show. We are in no way professionals. And you guys put up with us and listen to our shit. So I am going to say thank you. What about you, Wes? Nah, man. I feel like I've said everything throughout this podcast, you know, and it's been a great season. I can't wait to see what the future holds for Division 2. Hopefully Massive, you know, continues having a team assigned to Division 2 and really supporting and taking care of the people that purchase those season passes because there isn't really much word about them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's going to be a new season pass next year, so we'll see. Maybe we'll buy it. Maybe we won't. But with that being said, let's end the show like we've done 29 times before. You already know. It's hashtag let's go to the bank. I'm joking. It's hashtag let's go rogue. I forgot to do it. <laughs> Say it now. Let's go rogue. There you go. Please don't beat me. Don't beat me. <laughs>